Hello and good day. Welcome to another episode of Hillside's Conversations with the CEO podcast. I'm Maria Cristalli, and it's my privilege to serve as Hillside's president and CEO. Welcome. And joining me today are Portia James, and Portia is a board member of Hillside's Board of Governors, and she is the Chief Human Resources Officer for Serify. And also with me is Corinda Shanes. Corinda is our Regional Director in Syracuse of our Hillside Work Scholarship Connection Program. Welcome. Thank you, Maria. It's great to be here with both of you today. Thank you as well. Today, our topic, a very important topic in our communities, digital equity. One of the best definitions that I've read about online comes from the Internet Society Foundation. Digital equity refers to the state in where every person has the necessary information to participate in society. They have affordable high-speed Internet. They have devices and digital skills training. We live in a world that information, technology is the norm, folks. Think about how many of you start your day. I know I start my day in this way. I pick up my smartphone. I'm looking at the news headlines. I'm checking into work on my emails. These are just regular tasks each and every day that I'm carrying out. and I'm not even thinking about it. It's a way of life these days. When you think about access to high-speed internet, devices that you can utilize to do some of what I've mentioned, that digital divide in our country still exists. The American Community Survey released a report in 2023 that had some of the following information. First, from 2021 to 2022, 2.5 million new houses subscribed to home internet. But when you think about where we are nationally, about 31 million households, nearly one quarter of all U.S. households still do not have home internet. So this, this is a big issue. So I'm, I want my guests to weigh in on, on their thoughts and their own words what is digital equity? Portia, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, thank you, Maria. Um, I'd love to just build upon what you just talked about because it's very aligned to how I define it myself. And it really is around fair opportunity and equal access to, to what I call, and you reference the digital world, which is so, it's just the pillar of everything that we're doing today. It's about closing the gap between those who have access and those who don't. And lastly, it's around leveling the playing field so that all have the opportunity and are enabled to learn, explore, grow, and compete. Uh, Portia, thank you. Corinda, what do you have to add when you think about digital equity? Definitely. Just adding um, to what Portia said, it is about having access. And when I say access, I mean access to the technology that is the most updated and modern technology, um, and people knowing how to use that technology. We can't just set that technology out there and not give people the skills that they need to know how to use it and navigate the technology. So there's multiple things um, that goes along with digital equity um, and making sure that uh, people feel like they can access 
all of that and continue to grow um, in learning. And because technology changes every day. Um, and that should be to everyone, regardless of if you're three or you're 80, um, if you're black or you're white, if you live on the west side or the south side, um, that's what digital equity is, making sure that everyone has access to the same technology and they know how to navigate and utilize that technology. It, it's really important. We think about, and I, I think at our work at Hillside for all our listeners, we know that there are great disparities existing in communities. For example, uh, access in rural communities looks different than urban communities. When we think about the racial demographics of our society, white Caucasian families have greater access to the devices, the high-speed internet, than BIPOC families. So we know there's disparities in where we are today. And, uh, you know, I think about coming out of the pandemic, right? We know that COVID-19 exacerbated those inequities. We saw it firsthand delivering services here at Hillside when we had to pivot to digital services, digital services, uh, remote education, and, uh, you know, our, our young people that were affected by COVID during this time, growing up during COVID, will have uh, challenges over the next several years as we move forward in society. Corinda, I'm wondering if, if you can talk about some of the challenges that you witnessed in serving our young people during COVID? It was definitely experience, and there was no playbook for it, Maria. Um, the pandemic, it significantly just intensified the consequences of digital inequity. Um, kids did not have computers at home. Um, they didn't have Wi-Fi at home. And it was a period of emergency remote learning for them because buildings were closed. And we needed to make sure that we were able to get computers and MiFi's and things like that in the hands or in the families or in the households of those um, individuals that did not have it. Um, we needed to make sure that they knew how to sign on and how to use the technology. There were so many online platforms coming about that people even needed to learn how to utilize the online platforms, how to sign in, um, how to use your camera, how to, um, you know, turn your mic on and turn your mic off. Um, so it definitely faced us with a lot of challenges, but it also provided us with a lot of opportunities uh, for a lot of students. We learned that students learned better sometimes if they're able to do something virtually. Um, there were a lot of, there were more visuals um, if you're online. So we learned a lot of things about ourselves that allowed us to adapt to the way that people learn more now than before. And the great thing is a lot of educators, along with the community-based organizations like ourselves, are helping the school districts and helping the families realize that they can learn differently, they can learn better, um, and take advantage of a lot of the um, things that digital equity or inequity brought to us during COVID. Corinda, I think you did a, a great job kind of 
given the holistic view uh, of the impact of that. I can talk from a personal experience because I actually had a son who was one of those students that you were just talking about. And for all the challenges that happened, what COVID did is magnified what we already knew was true, right? And it was around access is not equal. There's language barriers. There's lack of just awareness on how to navigate, you know, everything that we've been talking about. And so there was already a loss of learning, but those that were already behind were then further behind. And so I'm that parent that when my son was fortunate to be in a school district where students had the laptops, they had the tools and the resources to be successful. But what I understood is that was not true for everybody. So what started out for me as advocacy for my son turned out to be advocacy advocacy for all students, because I knew that there were parents that didn't have the access, that didn't know how to use their voice, that didn't know how to push back and ask the right questions. So every time they provided a solution around technology and, and you know, how you do this and how you do that, my question was always, so for the students that don't have the same luxury, how are you accounting for it? And so I think it's everything that that we're really just talking about. Um, We learned it it was painful, you know, at some points, but we learned a lot. The reality is it's becoming the way in which we work. It's the way of the world and how we operate today. So how do we continue to push forward? Because we can't continue to leave people behind that, that really deserve to have the same opportunities as everybody. Portia, very, very well said, and I couldn't agree more. And I think that is part of when I think about the role for Hillside in advocating for the families and children we are working with in all communities, uh, the advocacy, the voice of knowing what to advocate for and why it's important that access, as Corinda's mentioning, the Internet access, the devices to be able to participate in education fully, right? To be able for the young people that we're working with to be able to have access to employment, the necessary uh, work with family members to be sure that they and their children know their voice. So all very critical. And at Hillside, because of our partnerships with, with corporations and foundations, we have been able to invest in uh, secure wireless networks uh, at our locations where we're providing services, uh, computer labs that are located in our locations, as well as devices for young people that they have and they take with them as they move on through their education and to careers. That is so critical. Corinda, do you want to add here? Um, I just wanted to say, Portia was sharing about, um, you know, being the parent of a child that, um, you know, had some of these resources and understanding that um, everyone didn't have the resources that her child has. And I think that's important, um, you know, as a community that we step back and we take a look that there's things that some have and things that some don't have. And um, one of the great things of partnering with our school district um, you know, Hillside was able to sit at the table and we realized a lot of kids didn't have tables 
um, you know, to sit at, to have a computer at. We realized, um, you know, not everybody had a dining room and some of the areas that kids were going to be learning was from their bedroom. Um, so we did, you know, a lot of community outreach, dropping off TV tables so kids could pull TV tables up to their couch, um, you know, and put a computer there or use the cell phone that they have um, to log in. Uh, we realized that there was multiple kids maybe sharing bedrooms um, and we had to have, you know, different space and we had to help them create the space um, so they could learn while they were at home. Um, just making sure that every kid had, not every household um, has a computer. So sometimes there's two or three kids in one household and they're in different grades. So we had to make sure that they had multiple computers. So when the teacher from sixth grade signed on, that kid could, or if that kid's in 11th grade, they had their own computer to sign on. So we really had to pay attention to the detail of uh, what was available and what was not available and try to make sure that we were able to get those resources, um, you know, to that household so they would be able to, um, you know, stay abreast of what they needed to do during that time. No, Corinda, I, I love what you're saying because I grew up in the inner city. And so I lived it and I saw it every day. And so to know that Hillside um, has been so dedicated to ensuring that we are taking care of our own and giving back to the community, I think is so important. And I think that's a big part of why I'm such an advocate because I've lived it, I've seen it. I've had a student that has gone through, you, you know, some of the challenges that we're talking about. And Maria, you touched on this. It, this is our future workforce, you know, and, and we're doing our community a disservice if we don't continue to push the agenda forward and be true advocates, not in words, but in actions and resources to ensure that the access is there, it's affordable, the skill, you know, development is there to be able to take advantage of it, and people just know where to go to get what they need. Thank you, Portia. That's really important. And as I reflect on what Corinda was describing, uh, I'm just in awe of our staff because our staff in so many ways during this time, I think about what we learned and how quickly we learned. We had to pivot to a, a remote model of working with young people and families, but the partnership with families in being able to go into the home, partner with them, think about what they needed, in addition to the technology tools, all of what Corinda is describing to help the young people that we're working with be successful, to set up those tables, that quiet space, because it, it was a very different way of living. A big credit to our staff. So thank you, staff of Hillside. I, I think, you know, Corinda, you've, you've spoke about some tangible examples that our teams worked on and how we work differently. I wonder if you think about our Hillside Work Scholarship Connection Program and some of the activities that are part of our core service model. If you can talk about with these investments that we made in computer labs and devices for students, how that changed uh, the way that we work with them. Yes, definitely. The labs that you speak of, the wireless internet, 
um, the multifunctional devices that we had, the donations from the foundations and the work that has been put in has opened a new door for our kids for learning. A lot of the components from our Hillside Work Scholarship Connection program um, with mentoring and tutoring, we were able to provide tutoring with kids and use the digital technology with the cameras and the speakers. Um, we have a YETA program where it's employment, it's Youth Employment Training Academy. We were able to take that virtually. And I have to just say that um, digital equity, it's no longer a nice to have kind of thing. It's a must have thing in order for us to continue growing, uh, in order for our economy um, to continue growing and be prosperous uh, for our society today and tomorrow. I want to thank all of you for listening today. Thank you to my guests, Corinda Shanes and Portia James, for joining me. Thank you both. I would like to direct anyone listening that would like to join our team to go to hillside.com. There are wonderful opportunities to be part of what Corinda is describing, to give back and work with our young people and families. If you'd like to support our mission, there is a you can go to hillside.com, donate, and be part of the support that makes digital equity possible for the youngsters and families that we're serving. Until we're on again, thank you so very much, Portia, Corinda, thank you. Good day, all. Thank you. It was great to be here with you today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. <laughs>